0: You're listening to Keep Her Lit with MK and Never Mean Cooler Productions. I live in two worlds. One is a world of books. the third episode I don't know why I had to think about that Um, I've been here for all of them <laughs> I should remember uh, faster than that now but yeah this is uh, the third one so far of hopefully a billion until someone buys this from me and then I go and retire in the Bahamas and mm, probably not the Bahamas I don't really like sun and I go and retire in like alaska and i have lots of huskies and stuff but until then it's me doing book stuff um i wanted to say thank you for the third episode in a row just for everyone who's listening i keep getting like very nice comments from people which is lovely and it's always appreciated and you know when you can like hear someone smile I'm pretty sure that's happening right now bad for my rep sorry I'm I'm cool I'd never smile I'm grateful in feelings only no emotion so today I wanted to talk about I haven't decided what I'm gonna call this actually I never do until it's done and then I'm like there I want to talk about horror stories or horror books that I've loved and that I've completely hated I'm gonna say now like all the books I've hated lots of people really enjoyed like really enjoyed like four star books on Goodreads so maybe it's just me and like obviously art is subjective and stuff like that and um, the biggest issue I had for this episode was I just talked about Lots of books that really impacted me and mentioned two of my favorite horror stories in that list. So to not be the worst like podcast host ever, I'm not including them in this. So it's like some horror stories I've loved rather than like my favorite of all time. I'll do that in like a year when you all forget that I talk about um, I'm Thinking of Ending Things by Ian Reid like constantly. I'm going to also preface that some of my books are, like, not by definition horror. I think horror as a genre is pretty hard to define. I mean, like, ideally you want to be scared or something, but I think being horrified is not the same as being scared. I don't find a lot of horror stories that do scare me which you know thank god <laughs> i wouldn't read them if if they all like made me stay up at night like for actual scary movies too but i don't know i i i can go into detail on like the ones that are kind of a bit horror but not all horror when i get to them which will be immediately <laughs> cuz the first book i want to call uh talk about is severance by lingma so this is a book set in like modern day New York, it follows um, this woman who is just really into her job and not in like a she loves her job way, in like a, a job's a job way, which I really relate to as someone who is, you know, it's hard to like stop me from working sometimes, I guess. Whereas I, I actually enjoy my job significantly more than she does either way. Um it's this like beautiful tale bouncing between the present day and what led up to the present day. And it touches on like um immigrant family relations and how it feels to be alone a lot, which is pretty enjoyable. But it's it, it's just pretty wild. So I started reading it because I heard it was about zombies. And it is about zombies, but it's also about pandemics, which is maybe not the ideal thing for, like, everyone to read right now. I don't really have a problem with it, but I can understand why people would not want to read about a pandemic at this point in time. This book came out, like, two years ago, I think, and it follows this illness called Shen fever, which originates in China, which makes people into zombies sort of and it in that they, they don't really take care of themselves and their brains kind of shut down but they're not out there to like eat people or scare everyone um, they're called fevered and it, the book really like poses a question I mean not really but it really posed the question to me of like what would you do if you were fevered, what routine would you repeat? So people are just found doing the same things over and over and over again. There is an example of a woman who works in a store and she's just like rotting basically, just folding t-shirts constantly. Or like a family who set dinner and then pretend to eat dinner and then go wash the dishes and then set dinner again. And like none of these people are conscious. They're just doing it because it's it's the routine they were in. And if you like break one routine, they might go to another or they might get like confused. And like it's it's not scary because of the zombies, basically, but it's it's a it's a bit of a wild ride. It does go into like the idea of capitalism versus, you know, not. But it's it's like it's good. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I read it really quickly. I really wanted to read it anyway. Um, There's other books about pandemics that I've kind of put off because it's not really the vibe, but I was happy to have read this one because it's weird looking at a book that was written two years ago and being like, ah, yeah, that happened. <laughs> that happened when, you know, modern-day had a pandemic if you're listening to this in the future whatever shout out to the future hope you can have group hangouts of more than 50 people that'd be sweet the next book i want to talk about is world war z by max brooks which is let me let me just jump in before you go in your own head and say, hey, isn't that a really crappy movie with, like, Brad Pitt? It is, actually, a really crappy movie with Brad Pitt. But the book is nothing like the movie. Nothing. It's like they went, okay, so this is a book with zombies and it's called World War Z. So we're going to make a movie about zombies and call it World War Z. And, like, that's that's the connection. There's, no, there's like, no... It's not written as a story really and there's no savior so max brooks is like mel brooks's son which is wild i found that out today um he also wrote another book which was like the guide to surviving the zombie apocalypse which is one of those like quirky like fun zombie things that came out like 15 10 years ago when zombies were like the thing i don't know what our thing is now actually i haven't thought about it in a while maybe serial killers either way so when zombies were like the thing and like pride and prejudice zombie version came out and that sort of stuff he came out with this guide and that's like nonsense world war z slaps (laughs) it's so good oh it's beautiful i must reread it soon because it's like really haunting anyway it's written as the american government has asked this person to do a bunch of research now that the zombie apocalypse has ended into how it got started and they've decided to shut it down but this person wants to publish his interviews anyway so it's written as interviews with different people and their point of view um, chronologically throughout the apocalypse and how it impacts the entire world and humanity and there's like some funny moments and there's some like very depressing moments and it made me cry in parts and it's it's sort of like um historical horror book historical horror fiction I guess if it was going to be made properly it would have been like a a a documentary style movie it's not it's not action-packed, like, who's the saviour who's gonna get the medicine to fucking Glasgow or whatever it is. It is nothing like that. It is just stunning. Oh god, it, it reads like a history book in a good way. I mean, some history books can be good. Either way, it's just really interesting and I feel like no one really gave it a try because people saw like the really crappy movie and were like okay I've I've, I've experienced what this is now and it's it's not like that at all I want to talk about sort of leaning into the movie thing a bit that's a segue look at me go I'm getting better is The Devil All The Time by Donald Ray Pollock which I think came out in 2011 and it's based in southern Ohio and West Virginia over the end of World War II to the 1960s. And it's basically the same cast of characters as they age and interact with each other, and everyone's like kind of intertwined, and it's super gory. It's disgusting, honestly. I, I would make sure to check for trigger warnings if you are going to read this because it's not gentle it's not comfortable it's not the most uncomfortable book I've ever read but it is hyper violent which is the other side of horror I guess not all horror is going to be you you know shaking in your bedroom and being like "Ooh, spooky and the ghosts are coming and did I lock the front door sometimes it's just people like really beating the shit out of each other and that's Really, what this is, um, it's it's really, really not a gentle read. It goes over some like intensely dark stuff, but they actually uh, started production on a a Netflix original movie of it, which is super cool. I found that out after I read it, and I checked the cast, and they seem really appropriate for the characters, so. Uh, some of the cast are Tom Holland, f- who is in the newer Spider-Man movies. spider man multiples of him. Uh, Robert Pattinson, most famous as Edward from Twilight and nothing else. I will hear no other things that he was in. And one of my favourite actors, Bill Skarsgård, who is probably best known as the clown in Ish, like Pennywise. Which is, it's always cool seeing him do horror because he's really good at it. But he's also like a real hottie in Atomic Blonde. So take that. My crush on him is valid and I will not take it back. If he would like a kiss, he can have one. If he wants. I, again, want to give an honorary mention to I'm thinking of ending things because i really do love it and i want more people to read it it's really short just just like just just pick it up just pick it up and be like ah a book this is really uncomfortable thanks mk good good job on that so some of the books i i didn't enjoy as much i read most of these i think over the last within the last year, at least, at at most. Um, I think one of them I read last October, but other than that, they've been, I think that's the, the latest. I am pretty lucky. I don't tend to read a lot of fiction I don't like. I haven't actually read a lot of horror so far this year, which is really upsetting, because it's my favorite genre. But I've been trying to read more, and I read some romance in May. That was weird. <laughs> it was good. It was just weird though, and I guess I've been reading a lot of sci-fi lately, which is also good. It's it's something I enjoy. Severance, the book I mentioned at the very start, it's technically classed as like apocalyptic sci-fi, I guess, like dystopian sci-fi. But um, And then, you know, World War Z would also be like a, an apocalyptic sort of historical horror thing. But I, I haven't had a chance to read any just like pure horror. There was one book by Riley Sager? Ridley Sager? Which is about locking doors. Um It wasn't about locking doors, it was called something to do with locking doors, which was actually a a thriller that was pretty spooky and made me want to like make sure my doors were locked. But I am not here to talk about thrillers during my, my horror thing, only zombie sci-fi which doesn't technically classify. It's fine, everything's fine. I am actually going to find the name of that one book right now before I get really cranky at myself for not remembering it. Lock Every Door by Riley Sager, I was basically there, um, which is about a woman who takes a part-time job house sitting in this weird old apartment that's not what I meant to be talking about I'm so sorry books I hated <laughs> books I did not enjoy again lots of people loved these like really loved them Um, I think they're all like basically four-star reads on Goodreads and the first one I'm about to talk about got so much love people really were very into it so, it's Bunny by Mona Awad. And this book was classed to me as, or just to, to a lot of people, as Clueless Meets the Craft. And I did not get that at all. I did sort of get Mean Girls Meets the Craft, but, like, without the fun, maybe... I, I can't think of any, like, really horrible, like, teen girl movie that I've, I really hated. Clueless was funny... You know, so is Mean Girls. The craft is, is not really funny. So I can see why they put the craft in, because there really are some parts of that. But, like, yeah, none of this is, <laughs> none of this is funny. Or if it was, it just didn't hit it for me. So it's a a young student, um, a woman in a New English college town, makes friends with the popular girls in, like, her third final year of college and like everyone else is really rich and she's on a scholarship and really lonely and it all gets a bit witchy and i i picked this up because i was told it had cults and it had no cults there were no cults there were some abusive friends but like it was just not sufficiently culty to me like whatsoever I I picked up the incendiaries I think either immediately after or just around the same time because I was promised cults none of these are giving me the the cult level I want you know I I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what book I have to read that's meant to be about cults that's going to give me like 80 people in a farm in like Colorado but this wasn't it I don't know I I literally I I didn't put it down for an entire evening because I hated it so much I just wanted it done and I I was really hopeful that it would get better I know people who really enjoyed it I am not one of those people but the internet really liked it so like maybe it's just me I don't know it's got some like surrealism in it it's which is cool i guess i just it wasn't for me that's all i i think i've established myself as someone who like has enjoyed some stephen king i really hated the institute i did not enjoy it i i mean i didn't even hate it i just didn't enjoy it and like going from reading like like misery and it and things like that which you know have their own like questionable parts to be honest i nearly put it on this list for like one scene if you've read it you know you know what's what scene i mean it's not good uh the institute came out i think last year and it is it's not an enjoyable read again, people really loved it. It's got like four and a half stars on goodreads. It's okay. I've seen a couple of people complain about the same things as me, which makes me feel not crazy, which is ideal. but it's uh, it's it, so a bunch of psychic kids keep getting abducted and brought to this school and then or not even still like um. building i guess and then being tortured about their psychic abilities basically and it's like can they escape will the kids get out of the bad place they're not meant to be find out soon and it just was full of these like overplayed tropes and modern day Pop culture references that felt really like like forced in there. Like there's like Trump references and Game of Thrones, and I don't really like when things are like very specifically aged. I mean, I don't really want to think about <laughs> this time in a in the future. Almost everything that's happened like while Trump has been in office. If you mention like 2016 to 2018 or 2000. 2020, even it's like mm, the world was a bit shit then, wasn't it? Sorry, everyone, if you have it next time over the last four years. And like, Game of Thrones was the biggest <laughs> disappointment of them all. So like, why do I want to think about that? And why would you mention like a really famous book in your book? I get it, you're Stephen King. You can like stand next to George R. R. Martin. It's not like you're like me writing a book, but still, and it's so heavily inspired by Stranger Things just so heavily inspired by Stranger Things and like Stranger Things kind of did Stranger Things so why would I want to read this you know you know like the kids talk real old (laughs) like I don't know any kids that talk like that so it made me think more about Stranger Things but I, people really called it like the best Stephen King in years and they were like he still got it and I was like oh d- does he d- did he I guess I don't know it's it's mm, it's okay the the last book I want to talk about today I really do not want to get like book cancelled over so I'm I'm sorry for this if any of you love this author or love this book but it's We Have Always Lived in the Castle by Shirley Jackson and like I know I know people are like uh it's Shirley Jackson though but I really I don't I don't like it and I didn't like The Haunting of Hill House and at least The Haunting of Hill House has like a good plot so it's fine, but I still, it. I think it must be her writing, because every, it, it, like, people love this book, they call it a masterpiece, and I read it and was like, okay. So there's a, there's a, a younger sister, and she's living in this, like, old English, you know, like, mansion house in a tiny village somewhere, and... Her family have lived there forever and it's just her and her older sister and her uncle after the rest of her family were poisoned at dinner like six years earlier and the whole village treats them really weirdly and everyone's going like slowly very mad and it's uncomfortable in in like a very slow burny way but there's as with most things there's like a plot twist and I guess the plot twist like most of not most of the way in like near the very start and then was just waiting for something to happen and then they're like bam plot twist and nothing else and I was like uh okay (laughs) thanks for that I guess I I don't know it's 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 okay (laughs) I just feel real like tepid about it. I don't think I'd ever read it again. I think it would take a lot of convincing to me to make me think it's a good book. I'm just not about it. I did hear though that your house is on fire and your children are all gone is what we have always lived in the castle should be. And that comes from someone whose opinion on books I really trust. So I think I am gonna try and get it. It's pretty hard to find um but i i just really want to read something with like a bunch of really creepy kids there's it's it's such like a a great subsection i guess of horror to be like there's all these kids and they're real creepy don't look at the creepy kids or like in that one simpsons episode where they all discover the twin not the twin The kids all go to a drive-in movie and they see a horror movie and then they start getting real creepy. That's a very specific reference and I'm so sorry. (laughs) If you know what I mean, thank you. But yeah, those are three books I loved and three books I really did not. I... I want to read more horror, I think, pretty immediately. I'm currently reading Drive Your Plough Over the Bones of the Dead by... Olga Tokarczuk which I think I mentioned I was going to try and read this month I'm pretty happy about it um turns out my housemate slash editor slash producer has a copy so I've just nicked his for now he knows I have it I'm gonna give it back to him it's not actually stealing I've just borrowed it and it's really good so far I'm I'm excited to get to the end of it and then after that I just want to read some like good old spooky stuff you know so if you have a good like horror recommendation please let me know it's literally my favorite genre I was having some real problems trying to like not just talk about a billion books I've loved as well as like I I just wanted to talk about all the ones I've already mentioned I nearly threw Lovecraft in a couple of times but There's some of his work I, like, enjoyed and some of his work I hated. And then as an author, I think he should rot because of his views. So, uh, But I don't think I should really include, you know, like a a racist in any of my lists, I guess. I don't really want to be like, here's all this racism, when I could be like, here's these other books that are bad for other reasons, but not by racists. And you could read them still and see if you like them. Also, want to say thank you to a friend of mine called Hiran, who sent me some random emoji and told me that the uh, recently discovered black is Vanta Black. So now everyone knows, and it was just very nice to um, to have someone pay attention <laughs> that much. To be like, oh my god, that thing you immediately said that one time and then completely forgot about for like five days here you go and i loved it i was very happy with that either way that's it that's all of all of the stuff that has to come out of my mouth this week and i hope you enjoyed it thanks for listening this has been keep her lit with me my name is mk and it's brought to you by never been cooler productions goodbye i live in two worlds one is a world of books